I'm Gabe. And I'm Rob. Welcome to Grabbing Some Pine. Welcome back, everybody, for another episode of Grabbing Some Pine. Today, we're going to be talking about the Giants-Dodger series, fan interactions in sports, some crazy plays for the Cubs involving Javi Baez, and a little trip down Memorial Day weekend uh, lane. Uh, but first, I uh, wanted to say hi to everybody at the table. Gabe, how you doing today, brother? Uh, better than the Giants. Better than the Giants. I knew this guy wasn't going to have much to say. I know he's as down as I am. Christian, are you, are you how you how you doing, bro? Uh, probably better spirits than Gabe. I'm still pissed about the Giants uh, sucking, but right now, right now, but uh, you know what? We come back. It's not over. It's still early. Yeah, still not, early. As as excited as I was to start this show like last week, like feeling like uh, all hyped up, like oh my god, we're gonna get into our first series with the Dodgers. That's how uninspired I was today to get on on and you know talk because. God has it been terrible to fucking watch. <laughs> like we suck again. It just it's it zaps me out of fucking energy, you know, and I, I just gotta force myself to like come and look at you guys. God, <laughs> it's terrible. We do have the face for radio. <laughs> yes we do. Yes we do. <laughs> All right. Well uh overall our giants are now thirty thirty and twenty. I had to take into account today's loss, sorry. 30 and 20, they're third place now in the NL West. Uh, they're s- seven and four or six and four in their last 10 games. And uh, they just came, came off a sweep from the Dodgers and uh, sweeping Arizona. So uh, a little bit of good, a little bit of bad. Uh, we'll talk that, about- last, that last Arizona game. Oh my God. Nail biter, right? Nail biter. We won by half a step. And how the hell? I. You know, it goes back to the torture days, right? And how the hell, how the hell can you go to sleep right after that? I had to stay up like three, four hours after that. I didn't go to sleep till like two, three in the morning. Yeah, but at least you felt good. Like even in that, uh, I mean, we'll, and we'll talk about it more in depth, I guess, a little bit later. But even in that Arizona series, like you felt like the Giants were in it. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I still had hope that they were going to win that game. And they luckily did and pulled it out. But uh, compared to where have have they been playing the Dodgers? Like I just watched the games and I'm just like, there's no way they're they're winning this. They're like literally, if you if you watch the games, you just see how bad they look at the plate. And they needed those two wins, though. Yeah, they did need those two wins at least more for morale and stuff. It, it might not be a popular opinion, but I also think that the losses are humbling. Um, the rhetoric I keep seeing on on social media and especially Twitter is that. Mostly from Dodgers fans uh, are just that this is exactly what the Giants needed was the, everyone all the fans thought that the uh, you know the best team in baseball but they really who who have they beaten is that is the rhetoric and now they played a real team quote unquote real solid team but I think it's bullshit because you know we held our own against the Padres which is not a shit team and uh, I I still think it's humbling though and I hope it you know gives them some more hunger I hope it uh, pisses them off and they play with the chip on their shoulder but only time will tell. Well, they lost today. That's yeah. what I was hoping too. Like after last weekend sweep, you know, we got slapped around. Like fucking wake us up. Yeah. You know, we. I was like, all right, we got swept. That's, but let's bounce back. Okay, we got the two wins against um, Arizona. Built up a little bit momentum, and then got shitted on again today. Yeah, and uh, that was that was the first sweep. You know, so all things considered, I mean, you got to be happy that we've never we haven't been swept until you know recently. Um. Speaking of the Padres, we're going to jump right into the league news and the power rankings. And 
Gabe, I know you love these. ESPN actually has the San Diego Padres ranked number one this week. ESPN kiss my ass. Yeah, you always say that. I know. I know you. You you probably watch it all the time. They got the just to round up the top five. San Diego's number one. Dodgers two. Tampa Bay Devil Rays, which actually had a great week. They are surging right now. Mm-hmm. Number three. Chicago drops from number one all the way to number four. And Boston rounds up your top five with the Giants at number seven, which is understandable, like we said, after the losses. They weren't showing us love before. They're definitely not going to show us love after we just got swept. Right. So they, 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 they put us at seven, but when we were kicking ass, yeah, we never even, We were at five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we never cracked five. <laughs> so They're like, oh, shit, where we put the Giants? Uh, yeah. Seven. So, onto onto other MLB news. Uh, Shohei Otani. I know you love funny. this guy. This and is funny. I, I know you love this guy, and this is this is yeah, it's funny news. That's why we have to report it, and it's local news. And uh, right now, the Anaheim Angels are uh, starting a series against our the Oakland A's. Did you almost say our? Did I almost you... said our Oakland A's. Yes, I did. Okay, I'm trying to be all inclusive over here in the Bay Area. Okay, I'm trying to be nice. You know, Gabe's the one that that just shits on the A's fans. I'm trying to welcome them in a little bit, trying to involve little stories at least with them in it. I want to say our A's though. But, I know. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Boom, this man. Your A's. What happened to your A's? <laughs> well, they lost. <laughs> but sorry. Um, sorry to hear that. But uh, the story with uh, Otani is actually that he. Uh, he got stuck in traffic and missed the start today, which I, you know, anybody that's from the Bay Area like knows how bad the traffic is. So apparently he went back to his hotel, and then, uh, you know what? Actually, the angel the Angels lost today. Oh. Yeah, that was the other oh, way. Oh, your A's won. Nice. Yeah, there you go, Ace. Cool. Uh, so he got he went back to the hotel and tried to take the Bart, I guess, over to the stadium. Which I mean, sounds like a terrible idea unless wait, wait, he was late. He knew he was gonna be late, so then. He went back to the hotel? Apparently, apparently traffic was bad, so yeah. he tried to take the BART in, oh, I guess. Oh, okay. You know? And he, the, the story that they said with his interpreter is that there was delays on BART, but BART came out and said that you know everything was on yeah, time and everything. Right, and right, right. So he ended up missing a start, which you never hear about that, you know? Like, you... you they they have charter buses and everything. Like, how do you not make your start time? You know, and get scratched from the lineup. That's great. Yeah, he was supposed to pitch today. Yeah, he was supposed to pitch, and that would have been nice. I mean, I don't know when he's, they're gonna make up the game for him to pitch, or if he just is gonna Maybe start tomorrow. Just push him. Yeah, I don't know. But, Sounds like your A's dodged a bullet. Yeah, oh. it seems like they did, and they got the win, which is good for them because they've been trash lately too. <laughs> <laughs> they they went from being they they were in the conversation over there in the top five also, and they they fell off the map. Hey, if they pitch, if if he pitches tomorrow, maybe you could catch your A's versus uh, Otani. I don't know what 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 time do we, what time's our game at tomorrow? I don't know. Seven <laughs> ten. I, I it's a little bit easier for me to catch the Giants. Uh, don't take bars. <laughs> the the afternoon games. The afternoon, the afternoon games I could listen on the radio. It's like those like four o'clock games that are really hard to watch because I'm not even home yet. <laughs> oh, right. So. Oh man. Well, that was funny. Uh, this shit's not funny though. Um, yeah. Astros versus Dodgers. Uh, they had a, a couple games uh, this week before uh, Dodgers came, uh, went back to LA and uh, and then we went to go visit them. 
But uh, they were in Minute Maid Park in Houston, and shit got crazy in the stands. Yep. And I've seen fight. I saw a bunch of videos where people fighting. Uh, the the one I saw, uh, I think Christian, you sent that one to me. It was a video clip, and there was a dude, a Dodger fan fighting an Astros fan, and the wife was right there of the Dodger fan, and the kid too. The kid was just in the stands, just crying. I do that broke my heart, man, just to see shit like that. You know, it's like, dude, if if you can't go to the game and act like a goddamn adult, sit your ass down in the couch and watch it. The team doesn't fucking pay you to. You know, be the enforcer of the team. So, yeah, well, this is definitely something we're going to also touch on later um, about fans and everything that's going on just in sports in general. Um, I know we've been going to sporting events since we were kids. And and uh, I think I've mentioned this on, on the air before, too, that my my dad's a Dodger fan. I, you know, so we went to a bunch of games at Giant Stadium, you know, with him wearing his colors. And uh, nothing like that ever happened, you know. Like I, I would be freaked out too, you know. If either if my dad's fighting was fighting someone, and I was a little kid, you know, and had to watch that, you know. Yeah. So it's like I don't, I don't know if it's just something with that's like nowadays, you know, the fans, you know, because I remember back in the day, you know, people there's always hecklers, you know, but it was the fun kind of heckling, like the kind of stuff that you know, I, that I we like did to say that yeah. we did, you know, like we just you know we re- joke around and you know, and I really see we got to get this guy in the air. I really wish we could have got him on on today just to like get his input on all this stuff and see see how he's been treated you know in other stadiums and stuff um but i don't know if it's just like something that's becoming more of a trend lately you know but i know i do know uh this year is the 10 year anniversary of brian stowe it is yeah and uh brian stowe was that giants fan that was attacked at a dodger stadium and you know forever changed his life you know so i mean that was 10 years ago yeah it, it was more of a single incident it, it just seems like those uh, violence is and and uh, unruly fans is on the rise. It seems lately, so definitely, definitely something to keep an eye on. Something that we'll we'll touch up on, and uh, yeah, well, from we'll, from we'll the, see. Yeah. I mean, the the Giants are in LA right now, so there's Giants fans out there. So uh, good luck, yeah. and uh, well, we we hope for the best every game. Just be safe. Be safe. You you never know. Be aware of your surroundings. All right. Well, from some shitty shit to some nasty shit, uh, Angels pitching coach Mickey Callaway has been placed on the league's ineligible list until 2022. Uh, Five women have accused him of lewd behavior. MLB did the investigation, found out that, uh, yeah, it was against MLB's policy. I don't know, man. This guy was uh, uh, slinging the dong around, I guess. But uh, yeah, it's. I mean, when they they kind of leave it open ended out there, like oh, lewd, lewd, you know, photos or whatever, lewd, whatever it was. And you, I mean, obviously, you already in this day and age, you could already imagine what it is. And uh, it's not the first time that a manager or someone in in. Uh, power like you know someone in an organization has come under fire like this mm-hmm. um, it happened a lot in football i think last year the washington redskins you know they're they were oh sorry the washington football team they're <laughs> constantly under under uh do i have to bleep you're that gonna out? be under investigation i know I, after I, that right i have to bleep that out dude i may be you know so um yeah it's something that that seems to happen a lot in sports and hopefully you know we get away from that you know and 
just have the focus on, on what's going on on the field, you know? We don't need all this this extra stuff going on. I don't know, dudes, dudes just need... Just uh, keep it in your pants, Yeah, dude. keep it in your pants. Fuck. Like, you, you really can't tell when someone wants you to, like, you know, talk to you, send send stuff, whatever, you know? Five what I mean? of them, though. Five, yeah. five women, like... And those are only the ones that have come forward. Who knows right. if there's more? Yeah. So, yeah. man. Well, uh, you know, we give a lot of shit to the umpires. Well, especially the shit that they've been pulling, especially the whole replay situation, right? But uh, let's give a shout out to Joe West. Cowboy Joe, on Tuesday, he umpired his 5,376 game, which broke the record for most games umpired. Uh, passing Bill Clam's record that stood for 80 freaking years. So, in his 43 years of umpiring, he has uh, umpired three All-Star games, three Wild Card games, eight Division Series, ten League Championship Series, six World Series, one Baseball Classic. Uh, Cowboy Joe, Cowboy Joe debuted in 1976. All right, that's when he started, but became uh, full-time on the NL staff in 1978. Uh, he actually umpired the the game in which Willie Mays, sorry, Willie McCovey, rest in peace, hit his 500th, 500th home run. Nice. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you guys have any stories about uh, Joe West, but my favorite one was with him and Mad Bum in uh, San Diego. The uh, stare down. The stare down. Yeah, yeah I heard. Yeah, about that. Joe West was behind the plate. Buster Posey didn't get a call uh, his way. Uh, he ended up walking the guy. He yelled, "Fuck, fuck, fuck!" You know. And then uh, Joe didn't like that shit. No. He took off his mask, and uh, Mad Bum was, you know, grabbed the ball, was rubbing it behind uh, the mound and stuff, and you know, getting it ready, and. Uh, he sees he looks up and sees Joe staring at him. So Madbum stares back. Both guys, these two dudes would not back down from shit. Yeah. And it, it and then Buster Posey was there, uncomfortable as fuck. You know, <laughs> like, all right, guys, uh, <laughs> we got a ball game here, and uh, and eventually one of them were like, "Are right, you ready?" He's like, "Fuck yeah, let's go. We're ready. All right, cool, play ball." <laughs> all right, that. That that was that shit was funny. Um, some other things I've seen. So uh, Joe West, you know, does his record breaking umpiring, and a lot of stories are coming out. You know, yeah. like uh, well, when you've been from, around from for for, that long, right? Like, from former players. Yeah. But what what I'm saying, what I'm trying to get to with this is like, dude, he is not retired. He he's still umpiring. So if you guys got like these funny stories that are probably not proper that you know that umpire should be doing, save that shit until he starts collecting his pension, cause uh, you know he you don't want any any of these stories coming out with him, and uh, league's gonna start doing investigation. Um, I, I I I saw one today where a baseball player, a former baseball, I think I think it was Adam Eaton, he uh, he tweeted. That uh, it was like his rookie year, and Joe West was behind the plate, and he stepped up to the plate, Adam Eaton. And right before the, the pitcher started his windup, he what? He, he yeah, some? I think it was David Freeze. David Freeze, you're right. It, yeah. it was David Freeze. 
that's the story i was gonna talk about okay so go ahead (laughs) so it was david freeze like rookie year and uh he goes up to to bat and uh someone was about to uh, the pitcher was about to start wind up joe west calls timeout tells uh david freeze i don't know you know says i don't know what part of the country uh, you're from but you say hi to me your first at bat (laughs) play play ball (laughs) that's freaking great that's a savage ass move it's like of course right like that's re- we, we got to give respect i when i come up to the play, i always say hi to the umpire and catcher all the time right and he says that they were friends for 10 years after that <laughs> <laughs> but you know it's like those kinds of stories is like they're funny but it's like uh save this shit until you know his hall of maybe his hall of fame induction nah. or till his that was a, that was a safe story though you could tell that story no, see, no, he's I, he's he's got right. it's because he's see, he's got are, nice uh, stories with umpires. Like even Gabe's like, oh, I say hi to the umpires all the time. So uh, I I I got a bad story. You want me to tell you my? Is that the one story? with Joe Torre? No, it's oh. a personal story. What? Let's go. Yeah, let's go. Okay, oh, so uh, me me and Gabe played on the same uh, baseball team like years 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 ago when we were much much younger, and uh, one of the, one of the games was being officiated by my godfather of all people. So I was like, all right, whatever. Um, he's done games before. And then it's obviously a conversation that him and me have, you know, during family get-togethers and stuff all the time. Because he, he struck me out on three straight pitches, and I thought all three pitches were low. Like, the guy put him in the same location every time. I probably should have swung by the end of it, but I, in my head I was like, dude, that is a low pitch. And I got mad, obviously. I was I was heated. And years later, he comes out and tells me, he's like, I know I shook you out on purpose. <laughs> I was like, you know what? <laughs> you piece of shit. <laughs> you know how mad I was? <laughs> a little kid with, like, anger issues. I was, like, heated. <laughs> you're still mad. He sounds like you're still mad. I'm still mad all the time. <laughs> so, no. Nah, all right. Uh, well, uh, no, one no, other thing about uh, Joe West. He is, uh, his nickname is Cowboy Joe because he has dropped albums. He's, like, known for his country music. Um, uh, I don't know. He he loves it, and he actually dropped an album in '87, so uh, called Blue Cowboy. So go and listen to it, I guess. Yeah, or it's, not. It's it's right next to uh, our producer's album that he probably dropped years ago. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> All right, from uh, that story on to one. I find this story kind of funny, but also, like, so stupid, to be honest. Uh, you saw the crazy play with, with Javi Baez, right? Oh, yeah. You, I know you told me that a million people sent it to you. I yeah. know we talked about it in our, in our group chat that we have. And I, I'm looking at this play, and everybody's like, oh, my God, like, that's so smart. Oh, my God, you know? And, I, and the first thing I think of is, like, that first baseman's an idiot. Yeah. It's like, all literally, all he had to do was back up, like... It's a forced play. All right? So, I mean, I don't know. What do, what do you think, Gabe? That was stupid. I, okay. So, I played that about 50 times, right? I'm, I'm looking at it. And my, my conclusion is if I was in any type of uh, upper office, right, is that I'm firing half of the coaching staff. Three players are being released. Okay, <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I came down to. They're like fines to everybody who was witnesses to I that. I, a... I'd say sorry to the fan. Was that? Home? Yeah, that was. It was in front of the home fans. You know, the pirates. Yeah. yeah. 
So I'm like, uh, free beers for everybody, free parking yeah. <laughs> for next game. That was some little league bullshit. Did they even? Uh, did they get the comment on like on like? Did they, did they get the catcher's opinion? Like, I, it's like one of those things that you never think would work. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think anybody. Yeah, on, it's on, like, on the Pirates were talking after that game. It's like one of those things. Like, I'm not even gonna try that because that it's too stupid. It would never work. You know what I mean? And then it, you know somebody just tries it and it works out. It's like I'm how? Just trying to, I'm just trying to imagine which, like, if you put a different manager in there, how funny would that be? Like Larry Boa, Joe Torre, uh, like who would be the most pissed off? Bobby oh. Cox. Bobby, Bobby Cox. Be I, I'm glad you livid. brought that up. You know what? And I'm not even prepared for this, but I remember the other day one of some manager got kicked from a game, didn't he? Okay, so that you, you know, yeah, that okay. was uh, Schmidt from the Cardinals, and because of Joe West. Uh huh. So so Joe West uh, notices the the brim of the dude's hat of the uh, the guy that's coming into relief pitch. Uh, it's a little dirty. It's a little. It looks like it may have some shit on top, <clears throat> some illegal substance. So uh, before he even throws the first pitch, he takes a look at it and uh, he calls uh, Mike Schmidt and says, like, we're going to change the hat. Mike Schmidt was f- he went fucking crazy. He started he, he did. I don't know what he said, but he pointed at Joe West. You don't fucking point at anybody. Right. Obviously, that's not cool. So Joe West. All right. Someone's got to go. He's gone. Right. And all, all he did was made him make him change the hat. He didn't throw. He didn't throw a pitch, and but well, I think Schmidt was just trying to, you Pump know, up back his, up, his back team. up. Yeah, he's trying to, you know, have have his guys back on like Tony Larusa, you know, dumbass. But um, yeah. So he he just tried to back him up and you know be there for his 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 pitcher, his player, and uh, he got kicked out. Uh, he he was he was pissed because usually and some some shit like that happens. It's the opposing team. That will ask the umpire to go take a look, but Joe West took it upon himself to go take a look at the uh, the brim of the guy's hat, notice some shit, and he's like, switch the hat out. He didn't have he didn't even kick the dude out, the player. He just made him switch hats. That's all. And dude, I I, I think it's probably something with like instant replay that managers don't get kicked out anymore. You know, or, uh, that's what I miss. Or you know, it, it could be that the fact that they say that a lot of the new managers use the analytics and like the GMs are very heavily heavily involved in like uh, decision making. You know, so I don't know. Maybe they, maybe they think it's a it's a less effective way to pump up your team. You know, I haven't seen Gabe Kapler get kicked. I'm sure he no. has. I just haven't seen it. So I I went back and uh, since we rattled off some names right now and I looked I searched for the managers that've been kicked out the most. Easily, Bobby I, Cox. Yeah, it's easy. Yeah. The number one was easy, Bobby Cox. Yeah. And I love Bobby Cox yeah. too because he was so old. He always looked old. Like I was like, oh my god, this guy's gonna have a heart attack. He also on the wore field. spikes all the time. Yeah, and so Bobby Cox, longtime Atlanta uh, Braves manager, he has 161 total ejections. Uh, John McGraw, longtime uh, Giants manager from way back in mm-hmm. the day, is number two. Oh wow, Lou DeRosa, Tony Larusa, um, Bruce Bochy, number nine, 77 ejections. Jim Leland, 68. Joe Torre. Lou Pinella. I don't know who these last guys are, but I thought Lou Pinella would be hired, to be honest, because that guy had a temper on himself, but he didn't coach for very long yeah, when you think about Jim, it. He was lazy. He, he, he didn't want to go out there and, yeah. and talk and walk. And... But <laughs> I, I bet. He I, was just a lazy ass. I bet out of all these guys, he's probably managed the least, maybe. Lou Pinella? Yeah. He only, had, he only managed for 16 seasons. It's not that much. No. 
But I mean, he had that that Mariners team. Yeah, it's good Mariners team. And then after that, I, he went. He was with the Cubs. Remember during the whole? Uh, was he with the Cubs during the whole um, Bartman thing? I'm pretty sure he was. I'm gonna take your silence as me being right. All right, good talk. Anyways, from <laughs> managers uh, losing their cool to I was thinking really hard on that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he was, but we. If you guys, anybody gets a chance out there, you just got a, a YouTube. When was that? 2000. YouTube managers getting ejected from games. They're like it's hilarious. Some of the ejections and some of the things that they do. When they used to like pick up the base pads and like toss them and stuff. Oh or, yeah, like all that who, kind of who stuff. Who tossed the grenade? That was that was a minor league guy. <laughs> Where, yeah. where he like he like grabs the uh, bag of resin or whatever. Yeah, he like belly crawls to the mound <laughs> and then grabs yeah. the resin, <laughs> pretends it's a grenade, and yep. tosses it. <laughs> yep, that's that's hilarious. Classic. Yeah. Um, all right. So onto onto uh, more baseball news. Uh, I know we 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 always uh, try to keep everybody up to date on all the injuries and stuff. Uh, Corey Kluber, or yeah, Corey Kluber, he uh, hurt. He got hurt for the Yankees uh, in his first start right after um, throwing his no-hitter, um, her, his, his elbow. And uh, Noah Syndergaard actually went down again, too. He had Tom, Tommy John surgery in 2019. <gasps> oh. Thor. He, the, I, I wanted to bring this up because, obviously, Noah Syndergaard, first of all, I love his nickname of Thor. He's a great pitcher. And he had that great series against the Giants in the wild card game. So I'm sure of a lot of a lot of the people who do listen to us remember that game because it was a pitching duel. I wasn't paying attention. What? Come on, man. Sorry, uh, Dusty the, Baker the, was the, a manager, by the way. Okay, the wild. Co- <laughs> oh, you were paying attention. <laughs> he, he, he instead of <laughs> stay paying attention, he was trying to prove me wrong. The you 20, were wrong, by the way. <laughs> the 2016 matchup between uh, Madison Bumgarner and and Noah Syndergaard. I don't remember. I was probably drunk that day. Yeah. Oh, dude, it was it was a great one where Madison Bumgarner pitched pitched all nine innings. It was zero zero up until the ninth inning. They had pulled Syndergaard in the seventh, and then uh, the closer Familia gave it up on a three run home run. Ooh, Drew's Familia. Yeah, and uh, everybody thought that that obviously that the Mets would be back because they had such a great pitching staff. Right. Little by little, I mean, their aces kept getting hurt and stuff. So. So yeah, Syndergaard's uh, down for six to eight weeks. He, he's recovering from Tommy John surgery, and another reason why I wanted to bring this story up is because uh, Christian, didn't we get a question from? Yes, we did. Uh, friend of the show, Johnny, wanted to ask, uh, you know, regards to certain pitchers and uh, or certain pitches. I'm sorry, and how to avoid, you know, injury to the arm, Tommy John surgeries, things like that. Is there a way to prevent it? You know, his, his he was just more curious on, uh, you know, how to avoid that injury that causes Tommy John surgery, which we always discuss. You know, Gabe shared that with us that he's gone through it himself. Um, so Johnny, friend of the show, asked, uh, you know, one of these one of these guys just stick to you know a safe pitch or or what's the, what's you know pretty much what's the deal with that? And, what uh, triggers it? Kind of yeah. Gabe, you want you want to take this? Uh, growing up pitching, I was always advised to not throw any off-speed pitches, any sliders, curveballs. I still did because fuck it, whatever. Um, But as far as – I think the most important thing would be pitch count. Um, I think 80 would be enough for high school pitchers. 50 
for nine, 10 year olds, 65 for 11, 12 year olds. I was, I was actually reading that the percentage of kid, there's, there's a higher percentage of kids that need Tommy John surgery from, you know, playing baseball compared to actually major league baseball players. And I think it's probably because, you know, that's the parents. Yeah. It's, it's the it's, parents or that think I'm just going to, he's going to get Tommy John surgery when he doesn't even freaking need it. Mm. And he's going to throw harder. The, the thing with Tommy John surgery is, yeah, you come back stronger. You usually don't ever need a second surgery. And that the reason for that is because during your rehab, you're actually paying attention to your arm. You're, you're doing your, your, your exercises correctly. And, you know, it's, it's, you're, you're focusing on that arm. Whereas before, you weren't. So, yeah, that's why you're coming back stronger. Because you're actually paying attention to your damn arm and taking care of it and, uh, you know, doing your exercises, physical therapy, whatever. You're babying it now, but you're making it strong during your rehab. But you could have done that before the injury. Before the injury. Mm-hmm. Like, just do those exercises and and uh, and strengthen your, your, your arm. But people think it's just Tommy John surgery. You're just going to go in there and just... Uh, Get all cut up and then come out and throw stronger than ever. But to to friend of the show Johnny's point, what about the the different pitch types? Like, if are you more prone to blowing your arm out, uh, just doing nothing but heaters, fastballs, or you know nothing but curveballs, sliders? Is there anything you? Because you obviously there's pitchers that you know there are experts at a certain pitch. That's their that's their poison. That's what they that's what they get you with. Uh, but at the same time. Are they more prone to uh, uh, faster injuries because of that pitch? Well, the the their strikeout pitch could be a slider, changeup, curveball. Yeah, right. But you got to ma- you got to you got to think that um, those well, pitches you, also put a lot of of a strain on your arm. You're you're holding it a certain yeah, way, right? You. You're you're a slider. You're holding it like a football. Curveball. You're you're twisting your your wrist. Right, uh, change up. You're actually turning. You throw the ball. You turn it inwards, right? So, yeah. But the less strain you put on your on your arm, the better. And that's fastballs. That's why the higher percentage of balls thrown by a pitcher would be fastballs, because it's less fatigue, and put less strain on the arm. You're gonna get less tired. So yeah, you you get someone with a one-two count, or you could do opposite. I've seen a lot where people are going opposite. They'll do they'll start you off with the with a changeup. They'll start you off with a curveball, and you know the, to get that that first pitch strike, and then uh, strike you out with a with a high fastball. Mm-hmm. You know, it, so it, yeah, it all depends on what this pitcher's pe- specialty kind of is. You know, but. To yeah, it's it's to Gabe's point. It's just how much strain you're really putting. Each each pitch has different arm action, and uh, I I don't think it's the pitch itself. It could even have to be more with the delivery, because there's other position players. You know, Corey Seager didn't didn't he get Tommy John surgery like yeah, two years ago? Yeah, a shortstop. Yeah, he threw the ball underarm. Uh, it was like a it was like a bang bang play almost. Like he got hit to him, and I remember he kind of like uh, side armed it. And it, it tours, you know, UCL, and you had need to get Tommy John after that. And I know uh, Salvador Perez, the cat we talked about him earlier uh, in uh, early episodes, the catcher for the Kansas mm-hmm. City Royals. He same same kind of deal. I think I think he was like throwing to second, and uh, I think it's just that arm action, you know. 
along with the fatigue. But you know, those those are different angles. You know, that the arm's not used to throwing in. Yeah. So, in to answer John's question, nobody's safe. Like it's just it gets you when it gets you. Uh, yeah, a, a, a big percentage of players do get it. You know, of pitchers eventually get it or or have had it at one point in their life. Because I, I I think I read an article saying that it was like ninety percent. 90% of the pictures at one point in their career have gotten it, you know, life, whatever. So it it is, uh, it is big. And I, I think it's been a little bit, uh, on the downside though, after these past couple of years with all the bullpenning that's been going on, um, this year so far, there's only been three, three pitchers have gone down with Tommy John. So, I mean, we'll see, we'll see how that goes on. Uh, last year in the shortened season, it was uh, fifteen. So, and they weren't. Uh, yeah, they were all pitchers. So fifteen. Yeah. Damn. In a shortened season, that's that's a lot, right? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Think about it. Twenty nineteen, there was there was very little. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Well, Twenty twenty doesn't count. Yeah, Just nine. like the World Series champions. So they don't count. Hopefully, you know. Ho- hopefully, you know. The, if you're a young pitcher, you're not, you know, trying to strain yourself too much. You know, just be careful. Yeah, be careful. Listen to your coaches, unless you're bad coaches and they just, you know, want to just win. But yeah, I mean, everyone should. Parents should be aware too. You know, don't just throw your kid out there. He's got to pitch every day. He's got to pitch the whole game. You know, just man, it's. It, it, I think it'd be easy for, for a, uh, for a parent, to be, uh, <clears throat> what I don't know what you call it, like, to get, uh, you know, from the coaches, be like, oh yeah, he's he's great. He's uh, if he if he pitches all day, if he if he throws the hardest he can throw, the harder you throw, you know, you get more scouts. So. Uh, Parents, just be aware of that. Watch your kid. All right. All right. And that, uh, I think that's going to wrap up our, our league news. Uh, we're going to get right into the Giants. And, uh, man, we've been talking about baseball for so long, at least. I already started to forget about what a, what bad baseball we've been watching lately. But um, there's no real way around it. Uh, the, Do- the Dodgers came to town last week. Uh, for a three-game series, and uh, they swept us. They they swept us. We did not look good at all. And um, we as much like a quadruple A team. Yeah, yeah. Terrible. In, in in the three games, in the three games, the Giants hit one seventy. <laughs> one seventy batting average in three games. Well, we and, already and, started, and then, we already started out with like the worst, one of the worst batting, batting averages. averages. Yeah. And and to uh, to add insult to injury, today we only got had three hits, you know, so it's we didn't get that much better. I mean, they're good hits. They're good hits, yeah. Two home runs and one and one bunt. Ooh, the the Yashinsky bunt. Uh, but besides that, you know, it, it was even that first game versus the Dodgers, which was a well great pitch game. Was it Wood? Uh, Webb. Uh, no. Logan, oh, Wood. Well, it was Wood. Um, Wood. Yeah, Alex Wood. He pitched, he pitched the first game. Uh, he pitched the first game today, but he also pitched the the first game against the Dodgers uh, last Friday. Mm. He pitched a great game. He only uh, he only allowed one run, I think. The Giants ended up losing two to one. The one run that we got was an unearned run. You know, we luck we eke that one out, but 
Uh, we took he took the loss that day. Uh, game two in the series, uh, Walker Buehler versus Scott Casimir. First, I'm a I'm gonna say who called it that Casimir was gonna start. You did. Yes, thank well, you. What was that We're, game? Uh, 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 Robbie called it. Yeah, because he wanted to talk all that shit that I was wrong about the Lupinella Lupin- thing. Well, I was right about this. So, <laughs> um, bring a bold shit, man. Casimir, he was having a good spring training. There was always talks about him maybe being called up later in the in the season, and I don't think any of us thought he would pitch that good. You know, I, I it's a great story. Casimir hasn't pitched since 2016 when he was part of the Dodgers, and he came in and he had them off balanced. He Seemed in control. He had pretty good, pretty good stuff. He was throwing about 91, 91 to ninety three, low nineties. But but he had great command, which is I think has always been more of his forte. Yeah, he's definitely. a, a three time All Star. I mean, just to have a guy like that that we could call up from AAA, like what what a great. So far, it seems like it's it was a great move, um, and I'm glad that we're gonna be keeping around him around. He's gonna be moving to the bullpen. I'll take him there. That works. Right, yeah. I mean, the bullpen's been struggling, and um, Logan Webb's gonna come back. He he started for Logan Webb last week. Uh, Logan Webb's coming back, and he will he will pitch this Saturday. So um, hopefully, Casimir can can help uh, help the guys out there in the in the bullpen with his uh, veteran leadership. Exactly. And, yep. And come come some. It's a really young bullpen. So that I mean. Another, another. He only gave up, I think, that the one home run to Taylor. Was it Taylor or Muncie? Uh, Muncie. Yeah, Muncie gave, smoked that shit. Yeah, he 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 put it out there. It was like a, a change up, I think. Uh, it was a hanging change up. Yeah, or hanging. Yeah, hanging change up I, or curveball. I, I don't want to interrupt, but this is also what should have been a strikeout, right? Was that the uh, at bat where that pitch was a little? It was called a, a ball, but it seemed like the it pitch was before. right in the zone. Should have been a strikeout, and then obviously the next pitch was a fucking home run. Uh, I don't remember that, but um, I'll take word for it. Yeah, it was the, it was like the one bad pitch he, he threw, and and Muncie smoked it, which obviously Mun- Mun- Muncie's been hot. He had a home run also today, or hot against us at least. Yeah, it seems so. Yeah. So and then the bullpen ended up giving up some runs. The Giants got some some garbage time some garbage time runs in that game too, and. Sunday was just. Uh, I'm not gonna lie to you guys. I stopped watching. All right, <laughs> I I couldn't take it, and I, I I've praised Discofani on on our show many times because he's been such a great story. Like his ERA rose by like two points after <laughs> after Saturday Sunday. But you, our our pitchers can't be. You know, on on every day. I yeah, know. they can. I know. We got to score runs. Get that batting average. Get that batting average up, man. We need hits. We need people to get on base. Use bunts. I don't give a shit. Even if it's Yaz bunting, no, get like, them over. Like said, get them in. We we only batted one seventy against them in the first three games. Today we only got three hits, and David Price was pitching phenomenal against us. I don't know. I know he was hurt a little bit. David Price, a uh, uh, pitcher for the Dodgers, he didn't pitch last year because of COVID. He's a World Series champion, a Cy Young Award, award winner. He's he's great. He's great, and he's he's a veteran. He's a veteran. He he's knows like, how to pitch. He's like the fifth person, and he's not even in their their starting rotation. No. He's he, I guess he had a little bit of an injury. He's coming out of the bullpen. He he said in the offseason he'll do whatever he can to help the team win. So he came out of the bullpen. He only pitched three innings and or three four innings, 
It was three innings of shutout baseball. He had a perfect game going. Didn't walk anybody, didn't give up a hit, didn't give up a run. And they pulled him, and they put in, what, Joe Kelly? Joe Kelly walks like the first two batters, <laughs> and then uh, nothing happens out of it after that. It's like the, good, right. Yeah. Is that the, I mean, the Giants had some action today. They could have won the game today. What what didn't, you could know? Have. They could have. Yeah. yeah, they could have. They, they looked a lot better today. After they took Price out, <laughs> oh, but man. yeah, they were they weren't getting anybody on base. They just they weren't getting anybody on base. Well, Longo went yeah yeah again. Yeah. Sol- Solano went yeah yeah. First of the season, he's been hurt, so hopefully well, yeah, that's exactly. he's he's not a power hitter, so you can't really count on that. But it was good to see him. Oh, get he's his, a silver slugger. It's good to see him get his home run. Yeah, maybe so. that maybe uh, that will get the ball rolling for him. I mean, how, how do you feel after? After uh, seeing that the Dodgers have beat us four times in a row, like how does that make you feel for the rest of the season? It's not good. Not good, be- right? Be- no, because what what I said was the Giants had they were in first place, right? Mm-hmm. When before the series, and we've been playing these teams, we're playing good ball, but when you come and play the Dodgers, it's always like, okay, it's where are they in the season? Where are they as a team? And you you really have to put everything out there, but they didn't. They, nothing nothing showed up. The bats didn't show up. The 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 pitching didn't show up. Nothing showed up for them. No, no. So it's like here's here's a, here's your test, right? You you did good against the Padres so far, and now you're finally playing the Dodgers. Almost two months into the season, and Dodgers were hot, fine, but it's a true test. And it, like I said, like even it, Posey has looked terrible against the Dodgers this year. He he has been unaggressive at the plate. He's swinging and missing a lot against them. And that's the other thing: the Dodgers pitchers have had us off balance the entire time. We're not even making hard contact on a lot of these pitches. Did it's, you see that uh, Buster uh, at bat, the last one in the ninth inning, this past game? Uh, today's today, yeah. He, he's he, like he's swinging and missing yeah, two fastballs. Two, two fastballs. One high in the last one was high in the zone. He's well, no, he, yeah. So it was the it was two. Yeah. Oh no, no, he popped two it out. He popped it out. Yeah. No, he he struck out. He struck out. Longo popped, popped out. it out. All right. But yeah, I mean, Posey's a good fastball hitter. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, we. It, we he seems a little slow, right? Oh, dude, he was off balance on fastballs. Yeah. He looked. He looked. He looked freaking out of it. No, but it's like I said, it's only against the Dodgers. Like in this, like I, the Dodgers have great pitching. Okay, and we we haven't even gotten to the who was it? Was it Walker Bueller? No, it wasn't Bueller. It was uh the the other guy that that was having beef with Tatis. Oh, Bauer, Trevor Bauer, and how he showed us up in the in the in in the fifth inning or whatever it was in his star where he just put the sword away on us. Right. But do you see Mike, Mike Kruko? See what he said? Yeah. He's like, that's weak. And I was like, great. That's great. I'll take that. Cause it's, it's not weak. If you could pull it off though, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, he got, he got beat up by the Astros. So whatever. That's good for them. I want us to beat him up. Yeah. I don't, I don't care. Someone, Another team did it for us, I guess. If we can't do it, someone's got to do it. No. It was the Astros, dude. I was actually rooting. He's... I was. So, with the Astros, just real quick, with the Astros Dodgers series, 
I don't know who I was going to root for, honestly. Don't watch the game. <laughs> no, but I was I had to watch it. I was watching the games. Both games, I was like, who am I going to root for when it comes time to this, right? And I wouldn't I would, Look, I, I'm, obviously I'm not going to root for yeah, the Dodgers or right? the Astros. Or the Astros, like I want who do I want to lose that game? And I I chose the Dodgers to lose, thank goodness. <laughs> well, it's Look, we've been very high on the Giants on this show like this whole time. And like part of me just wants I just I would rather the team was worse but we win against the Dodgers, you know. It's like it's heartbreaking to lose Yeah. in the fashion that we're losing to Good to, to them and then you know just the fact that we were in first place and like these losses are actually affecting like our position you know we went from first to third like it's a it's a cutthroat yeah. division we can't afford to lose four to a division opponent you know i mean we we are play, we are in the division where the you know the other two teams are really up top on as far as predictions on Who's gonna win the World Series, right? And, and we're we're just over here like, hey, we want to play too. <laughs> yeah, and just just to, sh- to point out how down I was after today's game, I came I came into the studio and I, the first thing I said to Christian is like, the way we're playing, we're not beating the Dodgers all fucking year. I bet you anything. And Christian being the optimism was, or maybe just trying to hustle me, was like, I'll take that bet right now. <laughs> No, I'm trying to make up for the last, but I lost to you. That's what it oh, is. Oh, that's right. Oh, you still haven't paid up. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for reminding me, dog. Reminder. I'm going to catch that, in, catch that in soon, okay? Oh, man. Um, uh, from, from that to some, I mean, I know Gabe's going to hate this news because he's been complaining forever, but Brandon Belt finally goes onto the disabled list with the oblique injury. I mean, finally, dude. He's, he's always I, hurt. Well, finally, I'm this not, season. Look, I'm not happy that he went on. I'm just not surprised. That's all. Finally, this season, you're like, what's an oblique? What's an oblique? Well, he's, I said, what's a side? <laughs> what's a side? <laughs> he said his, his side hurts. Yeah. Like, th- come that's, on. They were trying to figure it out for a long time, and, and he left the game against the D-backs on Tuesday. And, uh, it's mean, cool because here comes Vossler. Vossler yeah. came in. He So, Brandon Belt, mid-left oblique strain. He's out until left oblique strain, my mid-June. Ass, Okay, and they thought, <laughs> and this Jesus. this is what actually got Gabe sad. I know this. They thought Darren Ruff was gonna step in and play right there, and what happened? He he pulled his left nut or something. Hamstring, man. These Whatever. hamstring injuries are killing us. So that's insane. That's Darren insane. Ruff is gonna get an MRI on on his hamstring. Uh, he's he's on the ten day. Ruff. Ho- yeah, yeah, yeah. He he just got put on the ten day today. Hopefully, it it's really nice. is just a minor strain because yeah. I've seen. Oh, minor strains, and they're out for the rest of the year. For, I don't, for a freaking hamstring. Come on. Yeah. it's a, Well, like, we'll bringing us to Wilmer Flores, who's expected back uh, this weekend, actually. Yay. Uh, so Flores should be coming back soon in this series or the next one. Tom Listella also with a hamstring strain, though he's still out till July, so his was worse. Mm. So just like you said, it could it could go one of one of two ways, you know. Um I think we we up to date on this on last time. Obviously, it's not going to change anytime soon. Reyes Maranta, sixty day IL. Mm. Um, Tyler Beatty's still working back from Tommy John surgery too. I hope he comes back from uh, towards the end of the threw, year. He threw fifty five pitches in Triple uh, A this past Tuesday. Sweet. So struck out uh, two, three, walked two. So okay, he's, well, he's he's looking pretty good down there. Aaron Aaron Sanchez, no no update on him, the pitcher. 
And is that the dude with the uh, the bicep? The bicep. Yes. In- yes. Okay. I, I said it last week. I said it again. The dude doesn't have any biceps to be injuring. Um, he's been cleared to uh, resume throwing, but uh, he needs no. to be cleared to do some push-ups or some <laughs> bicep curls. <laughs> no, up, no update on him. Lamont Wade Jr. was called up for Darren Ruff since yep. since he was hurt, so he's been called up probably like the third time already since from Triple A's Sacramento. So that's uh, your roster moves and injury updates for the San Francisco Giants. Um, any any predictions for the the next next game for the Giants? You really want to know my predictions? I do. It's gonna it should be another good matchup, man. Discofani against Bueller. Okay, I mean, I don't think he's going to throw out two duds. I don't know. I don't know. The way they just they just fold up every time we play the Dodgers. So far. Four games, so far. folding. Nothing to show for it. Buster Posey can't even hit a goddamn fastball. Well, I think for sure, for sure we're going to find out what the Giants are made of when this series is over. Um Luckily, just just like the end of the last series where we got some gimme games against Arizona, we play the Angels at home after this. So, you know, that could be our little bounce back, all right, in case we have another bad weekend. Yeah, well, Otani knows his way around Anaheim, so. San Francisco. He'll be there. He'll be there. Yeah. Oh, it's in San Francisco? Yeah, it's in San Francisco. Oh, let's go. So he's going to get stuck in traffic. He's going to get stuck in traffic again. Oh, well. He's he's not scheduled to pitch against us anyways, but who knows? Maybe oh, it's good. maybe it's different now that he missed his start. He's probably gonna take a muni instead of the bar. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. All right. Uh, now we go to the beloved. Yes, the beloved debate section. The fans have spoken. They love this part. Uh, they like to hear you guys share your mind share your peace of mind give your peace of mind whatever you want however you call it uh but also oh. they love to see rob lose yeah that's what the people like friend friend of the program cookie is actually in in friend studio of the program dude we went from friend of the show show dude it, it's it's friend of the pod friend of the pod yeah it's friend of the show friend of the pod all right friend of the pod acquaintance of the show what the hell <laughs> mutual <laughs> Pal, <laughs> <laughs> what's up, Kirk? Um, do you do you enjoy the enjoy the debates? I just want you to win one, maybe, maybe this week you'll be the winner. Oh, just maybe. like he wants the Giants to win one against the Dodgers. Maybe you'll win. Cookie has spoken. I'm gonna try to win this one for him. All right, guys. Uh, so first up on the debate topic, we have uh, the fans roles at the game, their, their role as fans at the games, at live games being there and how far is too far. Uh, we brought it up recent, uh, earlier in this show, uh, regarding the situation at the heated Dodgers Astros, uh, you know, uh, stands. Uh, one thing we didn't give a background on for the folks that aren't aware, there's a little bit of animosity from the Dodgers fan base towards the Houston Astros fan base, because of the year the Astros won uh, the World Series, there was a cheating scandal, uh, and obviously Dodgers feel like they should have won that year and probably could have won that year had it not been for the cheating scandal. Uh, so that's the background to it. Since then, there's been a lot of uh, fan uh, participation when it comes to, you know, uh, just just talking shit 
you know, in any way possible when it comes to the Astros. A lot of trash can themed, uh, you know, uh, shirts, trash cans themselves. All they start blow up trash cans, blow up trash cans, which have to be confiscated. So all this stuff really now great. is to as a reminder to the Astros that you know they were cheating the scandal, you know, signaling uh, the call of the pitch using uh, the trash can in the in the locker room, and the fans have you know obviously. You know, they want to express their anger towards it. So it's gotten from, you know, just talking shit to the players on the field to now a little bit more violence in the stands and fights, you know, alcohol, baseball games. There's going to be a couple of fights here and there. You know, there's some rivalries. But this last one was, you know, as Gabe mentioned, there was, you know, children involved. And this is a uh, present, not involved. Right, present, present, not involved. Sorry, present. Uh, and I know my kid will get involved. <laughs> it, 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 it's, uh, it's getting a little nasty. And then also, just to bring, I know this is a baseball Giants podcast, but we also want to bring up the recent situation that's going on with the NBA playoffs. We had a situation where Russell Westbrook of the Washington Wizards had popcorn thrown on him as he's walking out due to with an injury. injury. Yeah, with an injury, walking out, he's injured. He's leaving towards the locker room, and a fan throws popcorn on him. You know, obviously he's angry that the he has to be restrained. And then uh, Trey Young, Trey Young of the Atlanta Hawks, uh, playing at the Knicks, uh, Madison Square Garden, gets spit on uh, by a fan. So obviously, you know, fan interaction, fan, you know, being close on the sidelines uh, at basketball games, or you know, the whole Bartman situation at baseball games, things like that. You know, just fan involvement isn't new, but is it getting? Are the fans taking it too far these days with their involvement? Are they, you know, getting too comfortable with the players, these athletes that could easily kick their ass in the street, but, you know, obviously they want to take a chance. They're on TV. Maybe they want to tell a cool story to their friends. Are they taking it too far, or is this part of the game, guys? What are your thoughts? Well, can I say something before we get into this debate topic? Last week, Christian Docks me a point. For, oh my God! Here we go for for taking too long to get to a point yeah. on a on a question. That took like five minutes for you just to ask that question, bro. <laughs> God, I should put a stopwatch on you to see you just get the question out. God damn it! I don't even know what it was. Hey, he you know what? he's That's building the, the point. He's <laughs> building the, the foundation. <laughs> you gotta build the foundation to the question, see, man. I got I got the problem with uh, don't worry about with the umpire. You don't let me talk, Rob. That's why <laughs> I want to talk, man. <laughs> I told you I had a, a problem with the umpires, and Christian's the little umpire on our logo. So, <laughs> <laughs> That's true. but you could go. First I gave game. love to the umpires <laughs> today, so go for it. Yeah, there's there's always uh, a line that to draw, and unfortunately, that shit happens sometimes with with the fans and and uh, the players, and you know I I don't know what it is now, but you know this day and age with so maybe social media where you know these fans think they have like some type of connection with them, right? And that's either a good thing or a bad thing. So you have a good connection, you have a bad connection. So. Uh, I mean, with the what happened in Minute Maid Park in Houston, as far as the Astros and Dodgers fans fighting, that shit happens, man. That's that's unfortunately that's that shit happens. I see it all the fucking time, every single time it that happens. Maybe now that there's social media, there's more smartphones. You know, it's getting more attention. Right. Everyone's recording. Everyone's something. always. Re- it's 
it's not only at stadiums, unfortunately. You know, it's it's outside the park. You always see, you know, everyone say world star, right? Yeah. You know, so instead um, of jumping in and doing something, you're recording. Right, instead of, yeah, exa- exactly. Instead of helping out, you know, you're recording. You want to you want to get those likes or whatever. That's been part of the game for a long time, an unfortunate part of the game, but it happens. Um, what what you what, what I mentioned earlier with the Dodger fan. And I'm not I'm not saying just because it's a Dodger fan, but that's the facts. Uh, the Dodger fan was fighting with a Houston Astro fan, and the kid, the you know, the Dodgers fan's kid, was just sitting down crying. Like that sucks. But uh, I don't know, man. That we all have kids, and that's just I I said earlier that's just heartbreaking. Um, but now, going from fan to players, e- popcorn. All right, come on, you're not you're not gonna get you know, concussion from getting popcorn thrown on you. Just keep walking, right? This dude was injured, right? Russell Westbrook, he mm-hmm. was injured, limping, probably whatever, and then he gets popcorn thrown on him. All of a sudden, he's fine. He wants to start fighting. I thought you were hurt. Okay, uh, spitting. That's disgusting. That's that's just nasty. You can't be doing that shit. That's gross. Uh, I don't know. It's that's that's. <laughs> I don't want to get spit on. Right. If I if 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 I get spit on, I want to spit on your on you too. That's bullshit. If you come at me, I'm gonna come at you too. But I don't know, Rob. Um. Well, obviously, I feel like a lot of the same way that Gabe does uh, about this topic. Um, but just it's I feel like uh, and it always happens. And it, it's not just this. It's when one person does something, the whole group gets categorized in this one uh, single category of fans. And I, and I hate that, you know, because it says our fans taking it too far. Honestly, like I think some of these people that do these things, I don't think they're real fans. You know what I mean? Because as much as. I I'm passionate about sports. I'm super passionate about sports uh, to the point where I get upset. It sometimes it ruins my day. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like I'm frustrated. I want to break things, um, but I've never gotten to the point where I want to hurt the people around me or or hurt myself or anything like that. You know what I mean? I think that's like crossing a line already. You know, like. Like, yeah, I'll I'll have a bad day if the Giants lose and you could tease me about it. And, you know, it might, you know, piss me off more, but I'm not going to go fight you over it. You know, there's no there's no need for it. Um, And, you know, we the one that we're talking about, because obviously it's the baseball related one. uh, Like Gabe said, we're we're all family men here and uh, we all have kids. And, uh, you know, the I I love baseball. We we have our drinks in here in studio and and. you know we have a good time but if your kids around you know you shouldn't be worried about fighting the guy behind you you know you should be worried about the kid next to you you know that kid's got to get home (laughs) and you're the one that's supposed to get them there safely that's not gonna happen if you're over here fighting the whole world you know at a baseball game over what you know A, a world series that's already over you know you won the the one last year anyways like what's the big deal like guys like uh it's I think I think the big deal was that it's the first time 
it that does, they play each other after the scandal. It doesn't matter with fans. These, I, I know, but that's the, that's what I know, I'm saying. but the, but that's what I'm saying. It's like, are you are you really a fan if you're doing this kind of stuff though? Like what what like whatever happens is just like like I said, we we go to the ballpark, we joke around with people. Like like uh, we're me and me and Chris are in a group chat with uh, with other buddies where we talk football and stuff, and it's like ninety percent like shit talking. Like very little positive stuff gets said in there. <laughs> like. But it doesn't mean I'm gonna turn around and be like, you know what, I'm gonna go beat the crap out of these guys because you know the team lost or something. Yeah. It's just I don't know. I, I feel like it. it the, I feel like the true fans, like the true like diehard fans, like they don't do this kind of stuff. I don't. I don't know one like true diehard fan that does this kind of stuff. You know what I mean? And then when you bring it into the to the stuff that's happening on the on the NBA court, I mean those guys are just cowards. You know, to be honest, one like. You you might say it's not a big deal to have like popcorn thrown on you, but if you, it's first of all you're losing the game, and like I said, there's a lot of emotion in this stuff. Then you get hurt, okay? So you have to leave the game. Then someone throws popcorn on you. That's kind of just like pouring salt in the open wound. It's adding insult to injury, and you don't need to be, you don't you don't need food thrown at you like you're an animal or something. You know, it's like, dude, I'm I'm out here playing this game. I just got hurt. I'm going to the locker room. Like, what's the point of throwing like? What are you trying to prove by throwing popcorn at me? You know what I mean? It's like, are you better than me? Like, do you think you could do this because I'm down here, you're up there? You know, like, what's what's the deal? Because if we were both down here, you wouldn't throw the popcorn at me, you know? But you're up there in the stands, so you felt like you have some power over me, you know, which you don't, you know? And uh, obviously the league needs to do a better job of taking care of their players. Um, the And uh, like I said, we all agree that Trey Young won. The fan spitting is just... It's this the same deal. It just we we don't see that kind of stuff in baseball, obviously, because you don't interact with the players and the fans don't interact that much. I think the last time the the players and the fans got into it was at was the Dodgers, right? They they got into a brawl with some of their fans like uh, once upon a time, like maybe it's been a long time, like ten years. Oh, I don't remember that one. But the, the one I saw today was an old school one. It was from uh, like the eighties and some. It was the Padres and the Phillies. They got into like four or five bench clearing brawls, and then and the fans the got fans got in into it. Yeah, yeah. And see, that's why it's like, why do why do you need to get them? Like I we 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 talked about it last week where I I said I love to see the the players fight. That doesn't mean I have to fight, you know. Yeah. Well, some of these fans act like they they're getting Part, paid from the from the, the team, from the right? Team, right. It's like um, I'll, I'll support the team. I will be there. Like it's all it's about knowing your your surroundings too. Like, like I said, like we we joked around with the guy like uh, a couple weeks ago at the at the Giants game, but you knew he was he was you know about you know friendly friendly competition and all that. Like if that guy would have turned around and said something that was a little bit like out of bounds, then I would probably be like, you know what, maybe this isn't the type of person that I want to joke around with. You know, I'm not trying to have this night end in a you know different type of way than it did. You know. So sometimes people need to be a little bit more. It's a it's a little bit of both. You gotta be aware of your surroundings. You know, you don't you don't poke the bear and then expect you know, it not to poke back. You know, I get you. Back, yeah, yeah. So. There's a, there's a gene that people need to have where it's like, if 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 people mess with you like in a friendly way, right? Like how we were messing with a Padre fan, you know, just give it back. But you know, be cool about it. Mm-hmm. No, we were we were being cool about it. He was being cool about it. That's cool. Yeah. Right. You know, it's and then you have those people where it's like, if if anyone talks shit to you, they're like, "Oh, this is my team. You got to 
talking shit about my team. Hmm. You know, I'm 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 ride or die with this team. Like, dude, fucking calm down. Yeah. You know, like, chill out. But uh, luckily, those at, at that NBA, uh, uh, those incidents, there was like five either arrests or no, not arrests, but five people, five fans were banned from the yeah, arena. So, for life. yeah. So that's good. Yeah, and they maybe I know it happens more in the NBA just because they're so close to the they're so close to the players, you know, to be able to do that. You don't get that close to the players in baseball or anything like that. No. I'm, and uh that obviously has a lot to do with or, or in football, you know, you don't you only, only after the games do you get that close or you know when the players walk around it, you know. Jump in the end zone or the exactly. end zone. So uh you're right. And and a point I want to make too is also that a lot of times you know alcohol is involved. Yeah, you know, we drink at baseball games, and a lot of times, you know, you're you're uh, yeah, obviously it, it impairs judgment. Let's yes. be honest, it impairs judgment. Mm-hmm. So you think you could take on the whole stadium when you're drunk at a, at a baseball game? If somebody talks some shit. You know what? You think you could take everybody on? So okay, let's do it. Um, in this case that we you know we brought up with the whole. Uh, Dodgers Astros game. I understand the 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 animosity and the hatred and the, the new rivalry, and it's probably going to be going on for a while, maybe a lifetime. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, also it you got to you were this player in sorry this fan in particular was also at at their home stadium, so clearly outnumbered. You put yourself in a dangerous situation for your 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 girlfriend, wife, spouse, partner, whatever you want, whatever she was. And your your kid, so your family, you came to enemy territory, if you want to call it that, you know, and unprepared. You know, you obviously want to have your guard up. You want to be careful. You want to be safe. Enjoy the game, which is why you're there. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, not put your family in danger, which is what exactly this this person did. Uh, and it doesn't matter if it was a Dodger fan or any other team. This isn't about the whole Giants Dodgers rivalry. It's just as a man, as a father, as a as a husband. You as put a, your family as, as a fan of, of the game, it's like yeah. you don't want to. Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. I don't come. I don't, I don't want. To, I could. I don't come. Come to these games to hurt anybody. You know. It's like let's all. Let's all just enjoy this, and you know, right. whoever comes out on top comes out on top. You know, and and then. Now I'm know. also not a hypocrite. I I don't mind a little fist to cuffs at a game either. Like I see a fight in the stands at a, at Oracle Park. You know, I get excited too. I want to see what's going on. I'm nosy well, yeah. about it. Yeah, I mean, if someone says something out of just like we're we're just like we're saying about like these players on the basketball court. If someone says something out of hand or steps a, a, a line, then yeah, like I mean, it's really like I guess mean way to say, it, but retaliation is required. Yeah. You know what I mean? But. You know, the people, like I said, the people who are getting out of line like that aren't the real fans. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to just go and say something completely out of pocket to somebody at a Giants game just because I, you know, they're losing or just because I feel like being a dick, you know? It's like, that's, that's, if I did, then I would expect retaliation also, you know? So I want to bring up two, two points you guys both brought up. Gabe, you brought up the point of social media and a lot more attention now on the fans. And I think, yes, it's, it goes both ways. The fan themselves know that they have the so the power of social media to kind of show off this situation. That dude that threw the popcorn probably showed it off and said, yeah, you know, fuck Russell Westbrook. I threw popcorn on the guy. He's an asshole. He lost the game, whatever. Or or, or whatever. He, you know, he cost us the game, whatever the situation was. That guy's now banned from that arena. And and it's, it's funny because it was because of social media they found the guy. You know what I mean? So... He thought he was showing off, but at the same time, now there's more attention brought onto the the people, the fans of of you know. Where in the back in the day, 
it was probably harder to identify. I always think of Malice in the Palace, you know, the fight yeah. at the at the Pistons game, uh, you know, where fans threw beers at the players and, and uh, run our test. And, oh, is that when he went up there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And the fans. That's what it's called? I never knew Malice that. Malice at the Palace. Oh, okay. yeah. And, uh, you, know, you know. You know what the only beef I have with that Malice at the Palace is? What? It's like, I don't care that our test went to the stand because obviously that was messed up how yeah, someone yeah, just yeah. threw a beer. Beer thrown at him. Yeah. I know he hit the wrong guy, and that okay, came out. That's, that, that, yeah. that's the, the guy only was like, thing. "No, that's like, him, that's him," and then like, he gets punched. He's <laughs> like, like "That's care. the only thing that sucks." It's like, dude, I'm totally for you going up into the stands yeah. and punching the guy, but you hit the wrong guy. Yeah. You know, it's, you know, like the guy definitely should have gotten what's coming to him. The the dude that the threw dude the that threw the beer exactly. Yeah. So you know, now that there's more attention, and this popcorn dude that threw it at Westbrook, he ran away. He threw the popcorn yeah, and ran away. Ran away. And all the fans started pointing towards who it was. You know, and it doesn't matter if the fans snitch or not. You, know, you would have caught the guy in the cameras anyway. So, mm-hmm. you know, he they caught him. He's banned for life. He's done. Uh, and now he can't enjoy a home baseball or basketball game anymore. And and that's because of some, you know, uh, you know, a stupid decision made in, in at the at the moment. And he thought it was he was cool for it or whatever. Thought he could tell a story. And now he's banned. Uh, now he looks. I don't know. You know, whatever his friends think of that guy. You know, oh yeah, you were cool for doing that, or you're an idiot for doing that. That's gonna stay with him forever now. So, social media in a play in, in a way kind of has uh, you know plays a part in it, and it, it it also brings a lot more attention to it, and, and it helps catch the fucking people who, who did it. Um, and then and Robbie, you made a point uh, as far as uh, oh shit, what point did you make? I already forgot what point you made. Sorry, it doesn't matter. Points. I won. You made many. Yeah. No, 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 no. You guys you are tied. Way no, too no, much. no, 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 no. You guys tied. This is a tie only because you. It's hard. To play the devil's advocate, yeah, it's hard to side with the fan in this case, and I don't blame you guys for oh, either that's the one. Point of I said that it's not real fans doing it; it's little shitheads. Exactly, exactly. Uh, but I, I, I do recall the feeling that I can't disagree with either of you guys. I'm on both of your. So this one's a tie. This one's a tie. So we'll take it to a tiebreaker with the next question. No, no, no. I say we ask Cookie to say you see who won. Cookie wasn't paying attention. Damn it. He's on fucking Tinder back here. You know, okay. <laughs> all right, all right. So let's, here's a tiebreaker, guys. The show is sponsored by Tinder. <laughs> Actually, you know what? Since it's a tie, you guys either both win or both lose, but take take a swig of your beer. Uh, we're I, drinking I, I finished my beer. Dude. Modelo Negra today. Uh, you know, it's just I was in a mood to drink Modelo, or Modelo, and uh, you want to thank them for this delicious beer. Modelo, the fighting spirit. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Bruce Buffer. All right, I need another beer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's get another one. Sorry. Uh, so while, while we're grabbing the next beers, uh, the next Thanks, and last Cookie. debate topic, because this is the tiebreaker, is Memorial Day special. Um, Memorial Day is coming up. Holiday is coming up. Three-day weekend. A lot of folks take that time to do a couple of things. So I want to ask you guys, if you had the choice, Memorial Day, you got Monday off, you know, Say your team, the Giants in this case, are at home, you know, uh, during that weekend. Do you go to the game or do you barbecue? What do you do? Barbecue at the game. Is that a choice? (laughs) Just let him have it. Let him have it. Wait, no, 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 hang on. No, no, no. COVID COVID rules say right now you can't can't tailgate. So you cannot tailgate and barbecue at the parking lot. So you have to decide. Are you going to go to the game and enjoy the game? Or are you going to say, you know what? Today, holiday, three-day weekend, I'm going to kick back barbecue at the house. Barbecue. Barbecue? Barbecue. Yeah. Okay. Barbecue, watch the game. Watch a shitload of games. 
I get best view is from my 60-inch TV while eating some barbecue chicken. Show off. Woo! Okay. Can I can I can I say my point now too? Please. This is gonna be a very quick debate. But I also choose barbecue, but here's the difference. When Gabe barbecues, he's gotta do that shit by himself. I'm inviting you. I'm inviting everybody else. I'm getting everybody together at the fan at, at somebody's crib. We barbecue and everything, and then we gotta get drunk and have a good time and watch whatever there's going on or just chill. Oh, don't get me wrong. I definitely am barbecuing by myself. Exactly. I'm eating all the food by myself for the family, and I'm drinking all the beer. And, and you guys can come over the next day and drink and eat what whatever's rest. Rob's a winner. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know this because this uh, is why you guys are not invited. No, to the I know. No, I know this is because <laughs> the only reason I remember this is because I got like a, a one of those. Uh, reminders on on like my google photos and one of them was uh, from memorial day like maybe like two years ago where uh we're at, we're at a friend pablo's house and the video i'm taking literally christian shows up like while i'm filming the video like he's just saying hi to everybody it's like oh what's up man we were grilling and stuff so i wasn't shout there. out to pablo for another show yeah usually usually the barbecue house but obviously since covid we didn't have m- many barbecues last year this year whatever pablo get on it we need a barbecue soon. Goons barbecue. Yeah. Uh, another reason why, Rob, you went is because you, I know your style. You're going to throw some carne asada, arrechera on the yep. fucking grill. It'll be ready in about 10, 15 minutes. I can eat that shit quick. <laughs> Gabe is going to smoke ribs for like 24 hours. Six hours. And then unwrap. And then not give you any. <laughs> not give you Six hours. No, no. There's, or, there's plenty. Even better. Even better. This guy's going to tell me two days later, hey, I smoked some ribs two days ago. <laughs> you should have had some. They were fucking delicious. <laughs> Yeah, I've been known to do that. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I think Rob, I, I think I owe this guy. I think I owe this guy uh, a tri tip though. I remember I told him I was like, "Oh man, we gotta grill up a tri tip one of these days." Oh, Sm- we're smoking it. That's smoking it. Yeah. He just gotta have to come like two hours early though. Nah, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I I, I'm impatient, though. bro. I I love barbecue, smoked meats, but I'm impatient. I need that shit and, now. And you know, yeah, I actually the the what I love about baseball during the Memorial Day uh, uh, games. Is honestly, I love the the hats and the unis that they come out with. Yes, right, sir. that's I don't know if you guys can tell right oh, now. Yeah. I got I got the one from two years ago, and I'm big fan of like like the, the the uniforms on those days. So, um, yeah, I I had some. I know I I came up with some stuff. I was trying to find like good good memories that happened on, on Memorial Day. After I was inspired by like I said by the the clip that I saw from past Memorial Days that we spent uh, barbecuing. Um, but like uh, I try to look up some some stats and stuff like all oh, things that happen on Memorial Day. A lot of basketball stuff happening on Memorial Day. Not not too many baseball ones that I saw. The biggest one is that Willie Mays hit his first home run on Memorial Day, nice. uh, 1951. Started off his career 0 and 12, and then hits a home run. That works. And then the other one was uh, Ken Griffey Jr. passed Lou Gehrig on Memorial Day. That's a big one. Two, both center fielders, both number 24. So, awesome. all right. Well, yeah, awesome. well, I do want to say in spirit of uh, Memorial Day, we want to give our thanks to the uh, troops and the, especially the ones that have lost their lives. And, uh, you know, we keep them in memory and thank them for their service. Uh, and I think we all share the same sentiment where we, you know, obviously agree that uh, we, we are thankful for the troops and, and, and what they do for this country. So oh, yeah. Thank you. Definitely. The we also had troops, friend of the program. Unfortunately, we had a uh, incident locally here in San Jose and uh, where was it eight? 
lives were lost. Yeah. Eight, oh, was that yeah. nine, nine, nine including the shooter. the shooter? All right. So, uh, yeah, unfortunately, that happened. So, rest in peace to them. Yeah, everybody uh, affected by that, everybody at yes. the VTA, you know, in hopefully. Yes. In San Jose. Um, the local people have heard of the story. I'm sure it's a national story by now. And um, it's a ter- terrible, terrible thing. And um, Tragedy. Tragedy. Yeah, yeah. There's no, no, nothing really positive you could take from yeah. that. Uh, all the all the victims, obviously, in our thoughts and prayers, but also anybody affected. You know, there are a lot of coworkers that were there that uh, survived, but unfortunately are traumatized from this situation. So... You know, our thoughts are with you and, uh, you know, during your, your uh, I guess, uh, morning period. Morning period, yeah. 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 And just, uh, I mean, everybody hold your families a little tighter. This is the great weekend to be with the family. Three, Like we all said, three-day weekend, Memorial Day weekend. It's always, it's always a good time to spend with the family, your friends, people you care about. Get out there, grill some meat. Watch, watch some games. Watch some sports. Watch some baseball on, on Monday, basketball over the weekend, whatever you are into. Do it with the people that you care about. And uh, that's every, that's all from all of us over here at Grabbing Some Pine. Have a good one, guys. Stay Bye, safe. Everybody.